Welcome to USB Hole, the podcast where we talk out of our asses. I'm Chill. I'm the child. And today we are going to be telling you our injury stories. So usually we have an explicit content warning on all of our podcasts because we swear. But if we ever have anything kind of gross or trigger warning type, content warning type, we'll tell you in the description. So in the future, look out for that. But I will tell you right now that some of you may not want to listen to this one, and that's fine. But we're, we're going to try not to be too graphic, right? Yeah. I mean, mine are not really graphic, but I know for certain, like, something I've heard about yours. Like, I got a little queasy hearing the story once. But it won't be too bad. But if you don't want to listen, we won't. We won't be mad. Just re-listen um, to an old episode and stuff. Yeah. Go back and check out Weird Habits. Weird Habits, that's a good one. It's not graphic at all. Yeah. So I could start okay. us off because I'm pretty sure I think that I have more than you do because I'm extra and I'm always hurting myself. Yeah. So the first thing I'll talk about is when I broke my collarbone. Um, yeah, I was probably two or three years old. And we, I think it was three, because we had just gotten a new kitten. Her name was Sheena. And <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but all I can think about is that picture of you. Like, yeah. That was the cat. That's the cat <laughs> I'm talking about. Cat. <laughs> oh, I could, I could try and put this picture in here. It has nothing okay. to do with what we're talking about, but it's a funny picture of me squishing a cat's head. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Um, but... Now I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. So I Sorry. picked her up and I was upstairs in our house. We had two stories in a basement. So I pick her up. I'm on the top story and I'm trying to get down the stairs to, I don't know, just bring her downstairs to the living room. As we're going down and I was like two or three. So I was tiny. This cat's tiny, but I'm still carrying something and I don't have coordination because I'm a toddler. So I trip. And do a barrel roll down the stairs. The cat just jumps right out of my hand. She was completely fine, as cats, as cats do. They have nine lives. She was okay. So I get to the bottom and I start screaming because my shoulder hurts, but I don't know that yet. So my dad was in the basement doing laundry or whatever the hell he was doing down there. And he comes running up and... I think my mom was working at like Target or something at the time. So she was working night shift because it was later at night. So my dad tries to get a hold of her. He takes me to the hospital, I think. I don't remember. I was like three. I didn't have core memories yet, but I do remember tumbling down the stairs. And I do remember the asshole cat just jumping out of my hands and being like, peace, bitch. Like, good luck at the bottom because you're going to be in pain. So I'm screaming, we leave, get to the doctor, and my collarbone is broken. So I had to wear like a stupid cast sling type thing to stop myself from moving it because I'm a toddler and that's what toddlers do. And like I had to take showers and like keep my arm outside of the shower while my parents are trying to scrub me down and like trying not to get the cast and the sling wet and everything, and it was just a mess. Was it casted, like, all the way up? It wasn't, 
it wasn't really casted. It's oh. hard to remember, but they put me in a sling and then they had just something that kind of went over it. But I don't think like it wasn't something that completely stopped me from moving it because I think they would have had to like tether my arm to the rest of my body to get that to work. Oh. And I don't know if they wanted to do that. Like the way it was broken, I don't know if they could do that. So it was basically trusting a three-year-old not to move her arm. Oh. So, yeah. That sounds so painful, though. Yeah, that wasn't my first injury, but that was the first, like, one I can really remember kind of vividly laying at the bottom of the stairs, like, calling for my dad in the basement. Because the bottom of the stairs was right next to the basement door, so I could, like, see down the the basement like he just probably freaked out seeing me <laughs> laying there screaming that was probably terrifying are you like blaming the cat like the cat pushed you down the stairs well even at the time i was like this fucking cat like <laughs> she was she wasn't heavy she was a kitten so she was probably like three pounds it was just trying, I couldn't hold the railing because I had her just cupped in my arms and I'm apparently a klutz, so I fell down the stairs. Yeah. I somehow managed to narrowly avoid any serious injuries. Like I hurt myself all the time, but like actual injuries, I don't have a lot of them. So I don't like really think about that. Like I've never broken a bone somehow. Like, I think I broke my pinky toe one time, but you don't really, like, go to the hospital for that or whatever. There's nothing. They don't do anything for it. So I just kind of left it alone until it didn't hurt anymore. Yeah, all so they I do really is, know. like, tape it to the other toes. And it's like, I could fucking do that myself. Why am I paying for this? Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm, I'm going to say I didn't break it because, I mean, like, it hurt for a few days. And then I was like, yeah, whatever. So I don't really know. But um, I would say, like, so my youngest one is my most, like, permanent. So I kind of told you about it before, just like vaguely, because I was talking, we were talking about my tooth at one time. Mm -hmm. It's like, I mean, it's a tooth injury, but it's a, like a long lasting tooth injury that's still like for this day. And it's a little bit of a funny story. So um, I was at my neighbor's house. I was like always at their house across the street from us, like every day growing up, I was always over there. So in the middle of the house, like if you think about like an open floor plan of a house, but then with a wall, like smack dab in the middle. So you could circle around the wall like it was completely open on both sides. So we would um, just like chase the dog and like run in circles around or like play tag and chase each other around that circle, like around that wall. So you go like through the living room, through the hallway, and then it would loop back through the kitchen, through the dining room and then back to the living room again. So um, his grandma had just like recently gotten a new dog. So <laughs> he was chasing the dog and the dog was chasing me so we're like running you know around this thing in a circle it's like oh, scooby-doo yeah pretty much um but so we're coming around the corner like towards the hallway and i like turned to like see if the dog was still chasing me to like get away from it because i didn't know at this point like was the dog gonna bite me or not because like i wasn't super familiar with this new dog yet but also like he was chasing the dog so was he gonna get pissed off but also we were definitely playing so it wasn't like the dog attack was gonna attack me or whatever but so like i turned to look if the dog was still behind me and i turned back around and i just biffed it right into the corner 
of the wall and I was in mm. third third grade third or fourth grade but I think third and just like right into the corner and I hit it right here right between my two front teeth which I already had a gap between my teeth which I still do so if you're on the video version I'm like showing you my teeth here um so this front tooth here I lost probably 80 percent of the tooth but the root was all still there oh my god it hurt so bad like to this day it's still one of the most painful things with the exception of my back which we'll get into later but like like even when i talk about how i think i might have broke my toe like that just it hurt so bad and i had to wait a few days to get into the orthodontist um so i had to go to school with a part of a, a tooth Ugh. so like the whole root is there and then like part of the side of the tooth coming down so like back when this happened the first time the way they fixed them back then was to do a bonding which is like it's fake tooth but it's just like adhered to the tooth that's there so like now they'll do a cap or whatever or like you get an implant but so like i went in it was easy peasy at the dentist it didn't hurt like i didn't even know they started fixing it and she was like okay you're done you're ready to go and i was like wow that's awesome so it looked beautiful you would have never known that it wasn't my regular tooth. It was like the perfect size, lined up with the tooth next to it and everything. Everything's great, good to go, whatever. Nobody knew except for the people who saw me without the tooth, you know? So then fast forward to when I'm in the seventh grade and um, me and a friend of mine were for some reason doing this competition to see how many stick pretzels we could fit in our mouth at the same time. So we were, we were putting them in like <laughs> horizontally and I have a big mouth, so I go, I go and pull my cheek out like that. <laughs> put the stick in and then pull the other cheek and put the other one. So like, we'd do this at lunch and like see how many we could get in there. So then I went home one day and um, my sister and I were in the living room and I don't know, my parents I'm sure were at work and I don't really know where my uh, brothers were at the time. And so me and my sister were in the living room and she's counting for me as i'm putting the pretzels in my mouth so like we're gonna practice because i'm gonna beat the spread you know so my sister gets she counts 36 so i'm on the 36 pretzel 36 stick pretzels and let me just tell you that when i was in the seventh grade i was probably as thin as a stick pretzel <laughs> but i had a big ass head and a big ass mouth so she's like all right that's 36 and i get it in there and then I go to get another one to put in. And then she's like, um, Teresa? And I'm like, what? She's like, something's wrong. And I'm like, what? She's like, your tooth's gone. Oh, my God. So I'm like, oh, fuck. She's like, it's gone. It's gone. And like, we didn't know. It's like I said, like, when it was put on, it's a bonding. So they just, like, push all these particles together. Well, we didn't know that at the time. We thought it was an actual tooth. So I'm like getting all of these pretzels out of my mouth. We got them on a napkin. My sister's helping me dig through these pretzels that were oh, in my no. mouth and we can't find it. And we're like, oh fuck. Cause we're like, maybe we could just get it and put it back on. And then my mom wouldn't have to know and I wouldn't get in trouble. Well, nope. Turns out, you know, it just totally disintegrates when it breaks. So I must have swallowed it or just like in with this pretzel goop that we pulled out of my mouth. So I had to, we had to call my mom and tell her that I broke my tooth, which, you know, I broke my fake tooth, which was freaking expensive. So then I had to go back and get it fixed again. And 
the orthodontist that I had gone to the first time no longer practiced in the area or whatever. So I had to go to somebody else. Well, when I went to this new person, like it hurt the whole time doing it. For like the first time, I didn't even know they started it. And partway through, he's like, oops. And I was like, wait, I'm sorry, what? So he didn't measure it properly when he put it on there. And so it was too short. So instead of taking that, like breaking that off and redoing it, he just filed the actual tooth down to be the size of the new bonding, mm. which hurt so fucking bad. And now you can see, I'm going to lift this up so it's going to be blurry, but so you can see like my teeth are two different lengths now. We call this like my chipmunk tooth because it sometimes hangs out of my mouth because this is the one that's longer than the other. So instead of increasing it to be the same size, he just filed down my regular tooth to match the new fake one. So now I have two different like teeth and like I already got this gap in my fake fucking tooth. And so, yeah, I guess that was my punishment for not being careful and putting all those pretzels in my mouth because it was way more painful the second time. And it's now shorter and it's a different color because it doesn't match the color of my actual tooth. So like if you look at it in a picture, like you can tell and it, I hate it, but I don't want to get a cap on it. Cause I feel like that will look even fake too. So like, yeah. it's a weird injury, but they're like funny stories. And I'm like, karma got me on that pretzel one. It's like a more intense version of chubby bunny. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> chubby bunny with fucking hard pretzels. Don't don't see how many pretzels you can fit in your mouth. Well, now I kind of want to. <laughs> don't do it because when you lose a fucking tooth, it's gonna be expensive. I don't have any fake ones. Maybe. Well, I'll at least fine. you can't get in trouble if you break your tooth. True. That's all. You're on an me. adult. <laughs> yeah, you're an adult. So I'm a grown ass person. <laughs> um, right. since you talked about toes i do have a real quick one i broke well i think i broke my pinky toe as well so i was walking just through my living room and stubbed my toe on my couch as you do and it was the worst pain i've ever felt while stubbing my toe and it was yeah. one of those like aching pains that just don't go away and so oh. i was like i bet i just fucking broke this thing <laughs> so I was a teenager at the time, so I was like, whatever. And I was planning on going to my friend's house. We just stopped home to get something. And so we went over to her house and decided to jump on the trampoline. Worst fucking thing you can do after you think you broke your toe. Because that was the most pain. And I've broken other things. That was one of the most painful things I've ever done. I was like, why? Why did I do this? So, PSA, don't jump on a trampoline if you break things. I don't remember exactly what I did to my toe. I'm sure I just stubbed it on something. I for sure remember it was a couch. Ouch. And because there was, like, kind of how you were talking about, there was a weird, like, wall in our house that separated, like, the living room from the kitchen. Mm -hmm. but you can like walk around the whole thing and so it kind of took up some of our living room space so when they put the couch in they kind of put it next to the wall so there would only be like this much room to walk through 
Mm. Obviously not just that much. That's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean? Like a person's width. Then you're relying on depth perception and you're clumsy as fuck. So, yeah. Yeah. So I just walked right into it with my toe. And then jumped on the trampoline. Yeah. Let me get on a trampoline where it's like pulling on it and then pushing it back in and like, yeah, that sounds horrible. Dude, landing on the trampoline, the trampoline part was so bad. Like when you came mm-hmm. back down, immediately when I jumped on it, I was like, this was a mistake. And I didn't get off because I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> do you have um, another one or was that yours? That was just a toe story. It's a double up toe story. Give me another story. Yeah. Um, I could talk about how I broke my nose. Yeah, technically. So, Jesus I can't, Christ, how many fucking things have you broken? I mean, technically, that's not breaking a bone because there's no bone, it's just cartilage. Mm. But apparently, you could still break it. So, I can't remember where we were. We were at some sort of like school or college or something. I was with my neighbors. And so it was my neighbor's parents and then me and her and then one of her siblings, I think they were starting college. I can't remember, but I was probably seven, seven or eight. Cause it was second grade. We were about to go into and we decided we were bored because whatever her parents were doing was taking nine years and we were going to play tag. So we were running around like heathens. No one was stopping us. There was, like, nobody there. I don't know why we were there. Like, that's really baffling me why we were somewhere where no one else was and we were left alone as, like, seven-year-olds in a lobby. But there wasn't even, like, a reception area or anything. We were literally, like, in a lobby with a couple couches and, like, benches, and that was it. So we were playing tag, and I was being chased. And... I tripped on something, probably just the floor because of who I am. And I slid headfirst into one of the bench legs (laughs) and right into my nose and blood just started pouring everywhere. So I don't remember anything after that. Like I didn't, I wasn't concussed. Like I was awake, but I'm sure either my mom came and took me to the hospital or they took me to the hospital and my mom met us there. I don't remember, but I don't even remember how they found us. I probably started screaming, but yeah. So they said I broke my nose. Luckily nothing else was broken or like I didn't get a concussion or anything, but I had like, you know how sometimes when you get hit in the face, you just get bruises in random ass places because I don't know. Maybe all your capillaries are like connected and stuff. But like I had like bruise under my eye kind of and then along my nose obviously and they yeah. put all they did was put tape over it. I was like what does that even do? But I was 7, so who am I to argue with adults? But the you best have to part, wear one of those metal things on there. No. No, they just kept putting tape over it and I don't know if it was because there was a cut under it that they were trying to protect or if the tape was like holding it so I wouldn't move. I don't know. But so I had tape on it and then literally maybe one or two days later we had school pictures 
Oh no! So I was one of those dorks that had to go to school pictures with like bruises along my face and a big piece of tape on my nose. Do you have the school picture? I don't know where it is. I tried looking for it this weekend and could not find it. But it had I had the tape on and my mom put me in like such a cute little outfit and did my hair all cute, but then I was just a dork with tape on my nose. And like black eyes. Yeah. By that point, like the swelling went down, so my eyes weren't super black still. Like it just looked kind of puffy. Yeah. But my nose definitely was bigger than usual when you went to school and your like friends saw you did you like make up some cool thing that happened to you or did you just tell them that i tripped and hit my face on the bench no idea oh i think i have an unhealthy amount of not remembering things from my childhood because the only thing i remember from that year is breaking my nose your memory is so trash so trash And I don't have yearbooks from that time either because, like, my parents didn't want to buy it. Oh, okay. So So I can't even have that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't even find it in there. But I know I've seen, like, the actual, like, five by whatever is the little printouts you can buy. I just don't know where they are. If you ever find it or stumble upon it, just send it to me so I can see it. It'll be too late. I'll put it on Twitter. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool if you ever find it. Yeah, maybe one day. And that cat one from before, let's remember that. What cat one? That cat one where you're squeezing the cat's head that was on oh, yeah. the story, but I just want everyone to see it because it was hilarious <laughs> to me. Um, I'm going to write it down because otherwise I'm definitely forgetting. Yeah, that cat photo. I'll just tell like a little short one that's not really like an injury. It's just kind of funny of a time that I got hurt. So like one time, so this is um explicit, not in a gross way, in a adult content way. So uh, I, I'm in the shower, getting down, having some shower sex. <laughs> and- I don't mean to be putting on like <laughs> lip balm yeah. while you're talking about shower sex. Like, hey, girl. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that time you had shower sex. Um, no, so I'm, um, you know, we're in the shower doing our thing, whatever. Well, the shower at that house that I lived in, like, I didn't really pay attention to it, but it had one of those, you know, they have like those built in soap holders, like on the sides Mm -hmm. of showers. Well, it had one of those, but it wasn't in the middle of the shower, it was like off centered and a little bit higher but not like a regular corner shelf. So like, it didn't really occur to me that it was there. Okay. So, you know, whatever I'm bent over in the shower getting, you know, banged from behind. (laughs) And I go to stand up and fucking dude didn't even warn me. And I just stand up full force, like full force. And I hit my head on that thing so hard. Like I I didn't black out or surprise because of how fucking hard I, I hit it. And I'm like, it hurt so bad. Like, you know when you're bleeding and it gets like warm? Like I thought my head was bleeding. I was like expecting to take my hand off my head and there'd just be like blood everywhere. But there wasn't. And that's why I'm like, I don't know how I narrowly escaped these injuries where like I feel like anybody else would have cracked their head. 
and like needed stitches or something when that happened or like had a concussion or something I'm like it hurt so bad and I got like a little bit of like blurred vision for like a second but I'm like that was it and um I mostly was just pissed off that homeboy wasn't like hey careful but like dude warn a bit but um yeah I mean that was a it was too busy getting his rocks like, off yeah yeah well I mean he didn't because I was done at that point I was like nope <laughs> This isn't gonna continue, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have like good injury stories. I mean, they're I funny. Like they're, it's not like severe. They're ridiculous, oh, yeah. but they're not severe. Yeah. I mean, that's probably a good thing. I have yeah. a shower sex story, not from myself, but like secondhand. So I probably might get the details wrong. But this one lady I used to work with, um. I don't know if I worked with her or if my coworkers worked with her. Like I said, I got it secondhand, so she might not have been working there when I did. Anyway, um, she was redoing her house, and like they were redoing the bathroom and stuff. So her and her husband decided after they were done to christen it with shower sex, and for some reason, uh, put her hands up on the wall and went through the wall. Oh, oh my God. And I don't know what contractor they were using or if they didn't let it dry long enough or what happened. But yeah, they went through the shower wall. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, how? How do you do that? <sighs> but that's that's a pretty good story. That must have been some real good hard shower sex. Yeah, for real. And my cousin, like, what kind of wall were they using to where they could just easily go through it in the shower? Yeah, to just go right through it, not just break it. Yeah. My cousin stayed with us for a while um, at a house like that we lived at when I was growing up, and she slipped in the shower one time. She broke her shoulder, oh, um, no. and like broke the whole side wall of the shower. Like she didn't go through the wall, but all the tile got broken. Like all the drywall had to be replaced and retiled and everything we couldn't use that shower for such a long time but um yeah i like i imagine that really fucking hurt but, like she like broke her shoulder and i don't know if she broke her collarbone but she definitely broke her shoulder in the shower <laughs> but I like she didn't go all the way through it so i'm gonna guess that those people either had shitty construction or like that dude was hitting it hard yeah but i guess like it's more common than i thought like even just to break the wall i thought that would be tough because it's supposed to be like the type of wall where stuff can't get behind it because you don't want like mold and yeah you want to keep the water in the shower so i don't know i've That's fallen get, getting out of the shower and hit my head on the toilet once and passed out and i thought i was gonna fucking die but it wasn't like you know, it's just like a couple seconds, but it didn't hurt that bad. Like that thing in the shower hurt really bad when I slipped and fell and hit my head on the toilet. It didn't really hurt, but it was just scary. But again, like my, I don't, know, I don't get, I don't know how I'm like fucking bionic in some way, but I have like old lady bones. There's like someone looking out for you so that they're like putting cushions that you can't see underneath you so that you don't <laughs> yeah. get hurt, like a guardian yeah. angel. Yeah, like there's like a ghost following me around, putting like little yeah. pillows. Yeah, that'd be cute. Little clouds cushioning my that. fall. Yeah, 
I did crack my head open once. I totally forgot about it until you said it. Also, probably like three years old, I was at SeaWorld and I was like standing up in my stroller or something and just fell straight out of it onto my head. Ouch. Cracked my head right open. Bleeding all over SeaWorld? I don't remember. Obviously, I don't remember, but I don't know if my parents told me, like, if it was super bloody or if I had to get stitches. Like, I don't remember any of that. I just know that we had to go to, like, the SeaWorld emergency place (laughs) or whatever. I don't know if they took me to an actual hospital, which is why I don't think I got stitches. But I did have to go to SeaWorld and get medical attention. If time travel ever exists, you need to go back in time with like a, like a little biographer and like have them document shit for you because your memory is so trash. So you can come back to the future and tell stories of what happened in your past. I mean, like a lot more of stuff these, that you can remember. A lot of these happened when I was like super little, though. So. Yeah. Most people don't have most memories before, like, four. Yeah. I just mean, like, in general, you probably have so many more good stories to share. You just don't remember them. Like, all my teenage years? Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) I do. I don't know. I don't know if I should hold that for another episode. Yeah, I'm going to hold it. (laughs) Okay. I have, um, so you said, I don't know how my bones don't break because they're so like old lady bones with, um, or old person-y, not, it's irrelevant to say lady, because um, I have arthritis and like, I don't know, my bones and my joints are just trash and like, it runs in my family, like hip issues, like my mom had a hip replacement last year and she's 57, so she's 56 when she had a hip replacement, but she's needed it for a long time my sister when she was like 27 had her whole hip reconstructed um it was like mine are just like trash but i don't deal with it so i just let them be in pain all the time but so i i have a problem where like my hips will dislocate they hurt a lot like depending on what i'm doing they'll be like in burning pain or like agonizing pain but like, especially my right one, it will just, it will dislocate if I'm doing certain things or I move a certain way. Like, sometimes if I'm sitting too long and I go to get up, it will dislocate and I just kind of, like, put it back in there. But back to, like, the shower sex thing, um, it's, it more is, like, weird to people out than being an injury thing, but, like, my right hip will come out a lot while I'm having sex. <laughs> so, like... Uh especially more like in a missionary position if i move my leg a certain way it will just come out and it doesn't come out in a way that it's just like it's not like flopping around like this you know because it's like it's becomes like stuck like that and i have to be able to like get up and like kind of pull it like i guess if i use this like pull it up and then move it over and push it back in it's like I I don't know. It's very fucking painful, but it ha- yeah, it happens a lot during, like like I said, especially like missionary position. But there's a couple other positions too, and it will just like come out, and it, that's where it comes out the most. 
is during sex, but sometimes when I'm just like sitting, I'll, it, it will come out. I can't stop making this face. <laughs> I thought you were frozen. <laughs> no. um, I just couldn't move my face from the grossed out position. Uh, sorry. Sorry to gross you out. So you think that'd be a good thing? That'd be like, oh yeah, just like, you know, like take that hip out. You can be a little more flexible. No, you just become like stuck. And like, imagine like the like your first time having sex with one specific partner or like a particular partner and then being like, wait, you <laughs> put my hip back in and being in your 20s. I like, feel like obviously, you have to give a warning ahead of time. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't want to like weird people out and it doesn't always happen. So, uh, you know, but yeah, I mean, like once it happens one time, then you kind of know what to expect. <laughs> You're like, wait, 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 wait. And they're like, I know, like, some, some dudes have been alright about it, and then, like, some are like, uh, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, what do you want me to do? Just we, don't make me fucking lay on my back. <laughs> Get a little more interesting. Maybe my hip won't come out. Ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I that only have one you. left, so if you have more than one, tell me you're more than one in a row. Okay. I just had one in my head. Oh, so again, when I was like two or three, <laughs> this was a bad year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I burned myself really bad. And I was also trying to find the picture of this because I swear to God, there was a picture of this, but I cannot find it anywhere. And I even asked my mom and she doesn't know, but I burned myself on the back of my thigh by falling on top of a humidifier. Hmm. So it was like a super big one that you set on the ground and it's just like full of water and obviously makes steam. That's what a humidifier does. And I fell right where the steam comes out and it was so hot that it burned the back of my leg. It was like a third degree burn and it was a good chunk of it too. Like, of course I was three, so I had little legs, but like the whole back of my thigh was just purple. Like you were so clumsy ass toddler. Like, how yeah, do you well, where were all the people humidifier? Why was no yeah. one ever watching me? No one was ever watching you. So, like, when you get that time machine and you go back to write down stuff that happened, maybe also, like, bring a babysitter with you. But then we're going to alter the timeline. Yeah, that's true. So, about a month ago, my mom and brother came out to California and we went to the beach. And... Anytime you go to the beach, if you're going to walk on the sand, like take your shoes off so then your shoes don't get all sandy, right? So uh, it's June, I think, mid-June, yeah. And we went to Santa Monica and I was like, well, let's just go walk to the ocean. Like they're from the Midwest. Oceans are fun. So uh, my mom and I take off our shoes to walk in the sand and my brother keeps his on because he is a smart man. And immediately, as soon as we touched the sand, it felt like fire was underneath me. Like I was walking through the gates of hell and it is burning my feet now. So we're trying to walk through and it's not getting any better the closer we get. And going from the sidewalk or the pier like area to the ocean is very far and even further when your foot is being burnt. And so me and my mom were trying super hard to like walk super fast 
and we both have not great hips either and like she has a bad back and bad legs so walking in sand for both of us is already hard walking in sand and not burning your feet even harder so she was like well why don't we sit down and put our shoes back on i was like i can't sit down i'm wearing shorts if i sit down i'm gonna burn my legs because they're gonna be sitting in one spot for a long time so i was like i'm gonna just go for it and you can sit down and put your shoes on because she had like capris on and she decided not to so uh, we finally make it to the ocean like immediately put our feet in because they're burning up and i was like i think i just fucked up my feet for real and she was like i swear to god (laughs) so she looked at the bottom of her feet and they were fine i picked up one of my feet and there was a huge blister already forming like 30 seconds after and i think putting it in the water was the smart move because it probably like stopped the burn from getting even worse but i definitely had a burn on like the pad of my foot and then also in between two of my toes so did it it keep blistering like later it didn't get too bad like like i said i think hopping in the ocean right away was a really smart move because you know you should put your hand in like you should put it not in freezing cold water which the ocean kind of is but it was better than nothing it was better than keeping on the sand So I tried so hard not to get sand and crap on my shoes. And then I ended up putting my shoes on immediately after we went into the ocean because I was like, I am not walking back on that fucking sand again in the depths of hell. Like that was, I went on the beach this past weekend and it was a little bit hot, but this was like walking on the sun. Like, I've never felt something so hot in my life. That's, um, I guess because you're from the Midwest, so you're not used to it. You didn't think, like, hey, this is going to be fucking boiling hot rocks. Well, we've like, lived here for a year. Rocks. Like, we've been here for a year, and we've been to the beach a million times. It's just the way the sun was that day was hitting it so that it was so hot. Like I said, we went to the beach this past weekend, and... Yeah. We were fine. It's July. So the fact that in June, when it was like cooler out and stuff, the sun was just so intense that it heated up the sand, I guess. Yeah, I always wear um, shoes at the beach, like sandals to walk down to where I'm going. Yeah, I brought sandals for this last week just in case, but I took them off because it's so hard to walk in flip flops. Yeah, you get such a freaking calf workout. Mm hmm. So yeah, that was a fun burn. I've gotten burned. I've gotten burned quite a few times. I mean, I used I worked in like restaurants and stuff for like eight years. Yeah. So I am no stranger to burning myself. Like the bottom of your feet would have to be miserable just because like just walking. Yeah, I mean putting the pressure on them. I mean, obviously, if you have like full body burns or like third degree burns or worse anybody like that's really bad i'm not like discrediting that i'm saying like on the bottom of your feet like to be able to walk yeah and like i said in our overhyped episode or whatever i went to the dodgers game that night oh god and they made me walk back to the car with my purse and i was like 
it's going to pop and then I'm going to get an infection and I'm going to die. With your fresh, gross blisters. Yeah. Oh. So screw you, Dodger Stadium. And Still. screw you, Sand. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I just have like one more thing that's like a continuation of the same injury. Um, I don't know how many more you have. I just have the one big one. Okay, then I'll just go with mine then. So like when I was a kid, I was in a car accident with um, my neighbor. Like I I was in, so the neighbor was driving and I was in that car. Like we didn't, (laughs) we weren't both, you know what I mean? Trying to come home at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, This is back when like, I don't know. People didn't wear seatbelts all the time. and It wasn't like a big thing back then. So there wasn't yep. a seatbelt. Um, right. Somebody rear-ended us. Like we were at a complete stop and they just like full force slammed into the back of us. And like my back hurt, but like I didn't go to the hospital or anything because it didn't like seem like a big deal or whatever. So like ever since that I've continuously had like a shitty back, like it's just always been in pain. And that's not counting my, the top of my back where I have a like a hunchback and like I have horrible posture and that's an excruciating pain. This is just my lower back thing. Cause again, back to like my shitty bones, but, um, so it's always been kind of shitty. So I, um, you know, always like off and on had back pain all the time. And then in like 2013, 2012, 2013, um, my cousin and I were riding on the ATV around the property at their house. Up, I went to visit in South Carolina and we i mean like obviously we were driving like morons but um so we're going pretty fast and we went to go like to turn and we hit like this little slick of mud and skidded and it, like turned the atv where we were going to be essentially going right at like this connect stop so and like a quick judgment guy was like okay well my option is crash us into this box where we're going to be totally fucked or like quick turn so he quick turned which caused us to flip and i flew off the back of it and fucked my like i landed so hard like on my tailbone but i didn't hurt my tailbone it went back to the vertebrae issue so like my two vertebrae like push together like it's compacted down and it pinches the nerve and that's what causes the pain which will shoot down my spine or make it to where sometimes i literally can't stand because it makes my legs go numb and I just fall down. So like I had to drive the nine hours home after that. So not the same day, like I left like two days later, but so I essentially couldn't do anything for the rest of the two days I was there, but just lay down. And so I'm like, well, that fucking sucks. But I mean, we had fun, (laughs) but so that just like, Reflared that up and like since then it's been like so much more intense where little things will just like blow it out or like um a couple years after that i was on vacation and i went to get into the shower but the shower is like a big walk-in shower but it has like a small step up and i lifted my leg to step up into the shower and i sneezed at the same time Ugh. and it whatever was going on with the way that my leg was lifted it Pulled, and then like just like the sneeze just like pushed and it compressed it again and it just like pinched that nerve in the same thing and then I didn't fall down luckily but I could not turn my body so I fucking threw my back out from sneezing trying to get in the shower <laughs> and then 
it was pretty fine for a while or like it'll be in pain if I'm standing for a long period of times so I have to shift my weight a lot but back in January when I had COVID I never got sick but it like attacked I guess it like attacks old injuries or flares or whatever and I had a flare up in that section of my back and I went to stand up to get out of the bed and my leg was like mm, nope and I'm like oh shit this is you know my back's gonna be fucked whatever and again it's like because the two vertebrae like it's compacted down on the other one and it just sits on that nerve well it wound up getting worse like that whole time that I had COVID and it just like totally went out and I fell because I tried to get up and both my legs were just like nope we're not standing and I fell and I was literally laid on the ground for like three and a half hours because I physically could not get up because it was just like so excruciating the second I put any weight on my legs if I turned my body to where my leg would come out and it would affect like, you know, like those two vertebrae would pull apart. It was just excruciating. So I'm like, fuck it. Like, this is where I'm dying. I'm just going to stay on the floor. And I eventually wound up getting up. And then I spent like four days on the couch because again, I couldn't fucking move. And I was using crutches to get around the house because I couldn't lift my leg because it would just move and then pinch that nerve again, which would then make my legs go numb again. So like, that's just like an ongoing shitty thing where I should really go get it taken care of, but I don't because I'm like, eh, because <laughs> I'm just a piece of shit person that's like, eh, so I'd go to the doctors and get their self taken care of, but I don't want to have back surgery, so I'm like, fuck it, I just like leave it. I'm like, I'll stretch it out and then they compress again. Yeah, so I'm just like an ongoing back problem, but I don't know, that's like my most painful injury because it's continuation of like my whole life like right now it's like shooting pains up my back and back pain is like just back problems in general i feel like gives some of the worst pain out of all of them yeah and it spread to your whole body yeah because i've had times when i've sneezed and threw my back out just and i don't even have like previous back injuries it's just like, oh, fuck me. Guess I'm going down. Like, Is he just old now? So you're like, fuck yeah. it. I can't even sneeze without falling down. Exactly. Um, so my last injury story is about when I broke my ankle. It was 2018, and we were in the finals for our softball team. We were in, like, the championship tournament or whatever. Um, and someone hit the ball i can't remember if i was already on second base or if i ran from like first to second and then someone was telling me to go to third because they haven't thrown it in yet so i went to go to third and they were throwing the ball into third and i was like shit so i figured if i slide and they can't tag me then i'm good to go so I slid feet first, which was my first mistake, because I have never slid before in my life. Like, I didn't play, I played baseball when I was a kid, but I was like seven, so we weren't doing slides or anything, um, and we weren't stealing bases and stuff like that. And everyone knows you can't even walk without an injury. <laughs> yeah. So, I slid feet first, and I misjudged it and timed the, sl the slide too late. So I ended up passing the base 
with one leg, but the other leg got caught on the base. And since we still had like momentum, or I still had momentum, my foot got caught on the base and ended up going the wrong way. So it's supposed to be like this. It went like that. And I saw the bone like pop out. And so I just stared at it like freaking out because seeing bones pop out of anything, whether it's in the skin or not, is the grossest thing to me. Like, I cannot watch it. I cannot even hear about it. Even before this happened, like my stomach is doing flips right now. Yeah, I know me too, because I'm thinking about other people. I'm thinking about when it happened to me, like I could not say anything. I didn't scream or anything. I just looked at it like, what the fuck? And then immediately turned my foot back because I was like that. That's not okay. I can't be looking at this anymore and I can't have my foot stuck sideways. So I pushed my foot back. Like I used my foot and moved it back and the bone went back into place. And I was like, thank God, that's all I cared about. And then I started screaming (laughs) because at that point I realized what was happening and all the pain started happening because like the adrenaline was wearing off. And so everyone was like, what is what's going on? Because I wasn't getting up, but they were all still like back in the dugout and didn't, couldn't see what was happening because my team wasn't on the field. So I looked at the girl at third base and she was just like pale because I'm sure she saw everything that was happening. And I'm, I guarantee you I was safe. So I'm going to stand by that. I was safe. Um, and then... <laughs> That's what was important at the time. Were you safe well, or were I was you out? like, shouldn't fucking tag me. I'm safe. So, and I don't remember if that was even a thing. Like, she might have just had to touch third base. I can't remember if someone was behind me or not. Probably because of all the trauma. Anyway, so my team started coming out when I started screaming. <laughs> and I may be misremembering stuff because I was obviously out of it because. My, I just saw my leg turn the wrong way, but my friend and my brother were there. So they, if they're listening, they can correct any details. But so they ran over and were like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, pretty sure I just broke my leg. So two of the guys, one of them was my brother. The other one I think was Jason. They picked me up and carried me over to the stairs and were like taking my shoes off and stuff and one of the ladies who like it was part of the park district she was there and she ran over and she was like do you want me to call an ambulance so we called an ambulance because no one wanted to drive me to the hospital because they had a game to play and <laughs> so well, your leg is like your ankle is like dislocated the wrong direction and all these people are like hey we got to finish this softball game fuck you i told them to i was like if an ambulance can come get me like I don't really want to be carried because you're in a field. So the parking lot is on the whole other side of the field. And I would have to be carried all the way to someone's car, be put into someone's car, which is probably super uncomfortable with a broken, like they picked me up and my foot was just dangling. It was hanging on by a thread. So you really want to put someone like that in a car. So that's so gross. 
Yeah. And then, like, yes. your foot's just dangling. And you're like, hey, was she safe? <laughs> I was. So uh, the ambulance came. They had to get, like, a... You know how they pick up sports people from the field, like football players or baseball players? They have a little cart that comes out. Yeah, I watch so many sports that take place on fields. I know exactly how they take people off the field. Well, you know the little carts? That's why sports are stupid. The little cart. They have to come get you with a cart because they can't just carry you off the field. It's like yeah. hundreds of feet. So they got a little cart, came and picked me up. The EMT. <laughs> Broken, dangly feet. Well, the EMTs put me in a splint at this point. Okay. So it was like a big old cast thing going around my leg. And I think it had like an ice pack in it, which was nice. But anyway, so they took me, they put me in the ambulance, went off to the hospital. Um, they did x-rays. They asked me if I wanted like ibuprofen or something while they waited for the doctor. And I was like, no, because then you can't give me the hard stuff later. You're like, so, your foot's dangling. Would you like an ibuprofen? Well, if they're not a doctor, they can't prescribe anything stronger than over the counter. Oh, this is the EMT? No, there were the, like the nurses. I was already in the ER at this point. So they were like, how bad is your pain? Blah, blah, blah. Let's get x-rays. And I couldn't like walk to an x-ray machine. So they had to bring it in and they have to put it in between like these two like things, you know, because x-rays have to be, you know, (laughs) you know, the stuff that's usually behind you during an x-ray. Yeah, it's doctors. Yeah, doctor stuff. (laughs) Yeah, doctor stuff. So they had to put me in between these two things, which meant lifting my broken ass leg. And I was in so much pain, but I was like, don't take the ibuprofen because then you can't have the good shit later. So I waited for the doctor and he came in. He's like, yep, that's broken. So it's <laughs> <laughs> fucking dangling. Of course it's broken. So he was like, well, we're just going to put it in a soft cast for now because you have to go see like an actual foot doctor and see if you need surgery but they're gonna put me in a cast for now and give you crutches and he was like but i'm gonna have to reset your bone real quick so i was like okay and he told me all my ligaments were torn so when you sprain something like an ankle you're really like pulling apart your ligaments and stretching them so they don't work as well they're not as tight as they need to be I completely broke them. So it was technically a sprained ankle, but I broke all the ligaments. So the doctor gave me the good stuff. And then he pushed super hard on my foot to get my bones to line back up before he put the cast on. And I felt nothing. I was like, thank God I waited for the good stuff because ibuprofen wouldn't have done shit. Because he was literally manhandling and pushing as hard as he could on my foot to get it to go back into place. And so it ended up, I had a broken fibula and all my ligaments were torn. So I went to a surgeon like a day later, two days later, and he was like, yeah, you're going to need surgery because there's no way to fix this without it. So I ended up, there's like a bungee cord, like rubber band type thing around my ligaments because they will repair themselves eventually that's why a sprain doesn't last forever but because they were broken he had to put a thing so that they'll go back together on their own and then he also put a plate and screws into my fibia 
and then a screw in the front of my foot so I wouldn't move it like this, which they eventually took that screw out. So now I can move my foot. But it took me about five months before I could walk again. And I was in a boot the whole time, so like I could have walked, but they told me not to. They just didn't want to put a hard cast on it so I could like take it off to shower and stuff eventually. So yeah, that was the worst worst thing that's ever happened to me. It's so gross. Super gross. But now my foot doesn't dangle, so that's cool. I wonder if, uh, had you not turned your foot back around, if it wouldn't have been as bad. I mean, it kind of did it reflexively. Mm. So there was no way I was stopping it from going back. Oh, God. I mean, I don't think it? it did any harm. I could put a picture of it. I have some that aren't, like, disgusting at all. Yeah. Put a picture of the one with the scar that you showed me, not, like, the open the staples <laughs> not, not the one with your foot like. i don't have one of that time i don't like this i think the soonest one i have after it happened was getting the staples removed okay that's not too bad it's pretty gross i'll just do the one of the scar but yeah if anyone has any funny horrific gruesome stories about injuring yourself i I love stories, and I don't care if they're gross. Tell me at Chill and Child on Twitter. Yeah, compare them to uh, Sarah's inability to not break something and my ability to somehow never break anything. Yeah. Tell us if you have a guardian angel as well. <laughs> She's someone swooping in with glow cloud pillows every time you get hurt. Exactly. Stopping the blow. All right, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.